Welcome to Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here's your host, D.C. Lundberg. Thank you very much, Joey Martin, and welcome to this rare Saturday night edition of Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on whichever podcasting app that you personally care to use. Ask your smart device to play Locked On Mariners podcast or any program here on the Locked On Network. All you got to do is say, hey, smart device, play Locked On anything, anything podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Forgot where I was there for a second. And follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg, L-U-N-D-B-E-R-G, if you're scoring at home. Today we're going to talk about the award winners in Major League Baseball as award season is now over. We have the Gold Glove Awards, the Silver Slugger Awards, Manager of the Year, Rookie of the Year, wink wink nudge nudge, Cy Youngs, and MVPs. We'll start with the Gold Glove Awards, and the Mariners did win two of them. They did not win any National League Gold Gloves, however. The National League Gold Gloves winner, uh, Gold Glove winners, pardon me, catcher was Tucker Barnhart of the Reds, first base Anthony Rizzo of the Cubs, second base is Colton Wong of the Cardinals, third base perennial Gold Glover Nolan Arenado of the Rockies, Javi Baez of the Cubs took the shortstop Gold Glove, Tyler O'Neill of the Cardinals, former Mariners prospect, I believe, left fielder, your center fielder is Trent Grisham of the Pod. Padres, and Mookie Betts of the Dodgers is your right fielder, and the pitcher is Max Freed of the Braves. American League, catcher is Roberto Perez of the Indians, first baseman Evan White of the Seattle Mariners. Cesar Hernandez of the Indians took home the gold glove at second base. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, former Spokane Indian, took home the third base gold glove he plays for the Rangers. Shortstop, J.P. Crawford of your very own Seattle Mariners. Left, uh, left fielder is the retiring Alex Gordon. Luis Robert, Rookie of the Year candidate, won it in center field. And right fielder Joey Gallo of the Rangers. And the pitcher, Griffin Canning of the Angels. Platinum gloves went to Alex Gordon of the Royals and Nolan Arenado of the Rockies. I'm not surprised all that much about Evan White winning the uh, Gold Glove at first base. He has always been billed as a future Gold Glove Award winner. In terms of defense, the future is now. J.P. Crawford, I'm a little bit more surprised at. He definitely has the talent, just as much talent as any shortstop in baseball, and he certainly has the range. However, he throws too many balls away while being lackadaisical after fielding, and that's kind of what surprised me about winning the American League Gold Glove for him. But, you know, if he can keep that under control, if he can keep his concentration up and stop throwing balls away, then he can win a plethora of gold gloves. Because, like I said, he has the talent. His talent is undeniable. It's about concentration with Crawford. And if he can correct that problem, then he's going to be one of the top shortstops in baseball for years to come. Silver Sluggers. National League catcher is Travis Darno of the Braves. Another Brave won the first base Silver Slugger. Freddie Freeman, one of the most underrated players in the game today. Donovan Solano won the second base... Uh, Silver Slugger at second base in the National League. He plays for the Padres. Prima Donna Manny Machado, one of my least favorite people in Major League Baseball, won the Silver Slugger at third base. He's a Padre. Fernando Tatis Jr. is also a Padre. He won the Silver Slugger at shortstop. I can't believe I didn't fumble my way through that sentence. Your National League outfielders who won Silver Slugger awards, Ronald Acuna Jr. of the Braves, Mookie Betts of the Dodgers, and Juan Soto of the Nationals. 
National League does have a silver slugger designated hitter, and it's Marcelo Zuna of the Braves. American League catcher is Salvador Perez of the Royals. First baseman is Jose Abreu of the White Sox. DJ LeMahieu of the Yankees is your second base silver slugger winner. Jose Ramirez of the Indians won the award at third base. Last year's batting champion Tim Anderson is the, is the award winner at shortstop. Teoscar Hernandez is one of your outfielders, silver slugger outfielders. Eloy Jimenez and Mike Trout are your other outfielders. And the designated hitter is Nelson Cruz, now of the Minnesota Twins. Today's show is going to be on the shorter side, ladies and gentlemen, and we're actually going to take a break at this time, but not before I tell you about Built Bar, the greatest protein bars in the history of protein bars. You've heard me say it before, and I will continue to say it. These things are delicious. I do not eat what does not taste good, and I eat these things. That is enough of a recommendation on its own, but don't don't take my word for it. Go to BuiltBar.com to order these great protein bars for yourself. They're high in protein, obviously, but they're also low in sugar, low in calories low in carbohydrates. They're gluten-free, covered in 100% real chocolate, and the nut-free flavors, they are all made in a nut-free facility. And at BuiltBar.com, you can compile a box of bars consisting of the flavors that you would most like to try or your already established favorites. Personally, I do recommend the mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, raspberry chocolate, I, I cannot think of a flavor really that I dislike. And they have limited edition flavors every once in a while as well. Limited edition flavor right now is maple pecan, and that one also is fantastic. Don't forget about Built Boost drink powder or Built Go energy shots. All of this can be found at BuiltBar.com. And if you use promo code glippity glappity glorpity gloop, nothing happens. So just use promo code locked on instead, and that will get you 20% off of your next order. Yes, gang, 20% off of your next order of the best protein bars ever to hit the face of the earth. Hey, you got a question or a comment? Send it to LockedOnMariners at gmail.com. I will read it and reply to it on the air in an upcoming mailbag episode. I don't know when that's going to happen. Jason Hernandez's schedule and my own have not been able to sync up, so we have not been able to record the next email episode. And there is a message that I want him to reply to on the air. That's why I'm holding out for that. But LockedOnMariners at gmail.com is the place to send questions or comments on any subject. Any subject whatsoever, well, except, you know, it's a family show. So appropriate subjects, family-friendly subjects. Ask me about bowling. I've been talking about bowling way too much on this show. Actually, I shouldn't say way too much. It might be way too much for your taste, but, you know, bowling might be my favorite sport right now. Definitely ahead of baseball, maybe even ahead of curling. I don't, I don't know if I'd go that far. In any case, LockedOnMariners at gmail.com is the uh, place to send those questions and comments. I'm wasting a lot of time on this plug. Locked on Mariners will continue shortly. Welcome back to Locked On Mariners. Once again, your host, D.C. Lundberg. Yes, thank you very much, J.M. We are back here on Locked On Mariners talking about the award winners today, the American and National League award winners. We've gone over the Silver Sluggers and Gold Glove Awards. Next is the Manager of the Year Awards, and this one was kind of interesting. Your National League Manager of the Year is Don Mattingly, for some reason, of the Miami Marlins, who were 31-29. and 29. Yes, they won a playoff spot, but that is only because of the bloated playoff format this year. That's an odd choice. Really, really odd choice, ladies and gentlemen. 
you know, looking at their offensive numbers, they were ninth in the National League in batting average, ninth in on base, 13th in slugging. And on the pitching side, they were 11th in ERA. They had a 4.86 team ERA. So to get a plus 500 record out of that, I guess, is impressive. But come on, you're going to give the manager of the year award to a team that basically treaded water all season? I I don't get it. And the, the American League is even more interesting. And the winner leads me to believe that all these votes were cast before the World Series because Kevin Cash won the award of the Tampa Bay Rays. They had a good season. 40-20 and 20 was their record. In fact, they had the second best record in all of baseball and the best record in the American League. So that, in that sense, it's warranted. But, you know, pulling... Blake Snell in Game 6 of the World Series like that. These awards are voted on before the postseason, so that is why he wins the award. If they were voted on after the World Series, there's absolutely no way in hell he would have gotten the award because he basically, I don't want to say he cost his team a World Series, but it certainly did not help them win that game. In fact, it probably, and I shouldn't even say that it caused them to lose that game, but Jeez. In any case, let's move on. We're going to go, we're going to skip the rookie of the year, actually, and move on to the Cy Young Award because the Mariners actually have the rookie of the year. Gee, I wonder who it is. <laughs> In any case, the Cy Young Award winners both come out of Ohio. Trevor Bauer is your National League Cy Young Award winner, and Shane Bieber is your American League Cy Young Award winner. First, Bauer. He led the National League with a 173 earned run average. He threw two shutouts and had two complete games. Both of those numbers led the National League. He also had a whip of under one. In fact, way under one. 0.795. That led the National League, obviously. That's a ridiculously insane number, ladies and gentlemen. Hits per nine inning also led the National League at 5.1, which is which is another insane number. But again, this is in 11 starts. This is basically almost you know one-third of the baseball season that they played. So who knows what would have happened if they played the full 162. But at the same time, everybody had to deal with the 60-game season, not just Trevor Bauer. And these numbers, very, very good numbers. Going from South Ohio to North Ohio and Shane Bieber, who led all of baseball with a 1.63 ERA, and he got in 12 starts. He also had an 8-1 and record, led the American League in strikeouts with 122. He also had a whip under 1 at 0.866. He also gave up 5.4 hits per nine innings, also lowest in the American League. Strikeouts per nine innings, also highest in the American League at 14.2. He was last year's All-Star Game MVP when the game was played in Cleveland. Only the third player to win All-Star MVP in his home ballpark. And the first was 1997. It was also a Cleveland Indian. It was Sandy Alomar Jr., we do kind of have to keep the MVP awards for... You know what? No, this is Locked On Mariners. We're going to do the Rookie of the Year last because a Mariner won the award. We're going to do the MVPs next. And the National League winner was Freddie Freeman of the Braves, finally getting his due. And Jose Abreu of the White Sox won the American League honor. This was Freeman's 11th year as a Major League Baseball player and his first MVP. He's a four-time All-Star as well. This year, he slashed 341, 462, 640. 
and his RBI total of 53 might not seem all that spectacular, but he did do that in only 60 games. He led the National League in doubles with 23, and he led the National League also in runs scored with 51. He also hit 13 home runs and only struck out 37 times. That's a pretty decent figure. Jose Abreu is a former Rookie of the Year, winning the award in 2014 after defecting from Cuba. This season, he played in all 60 games. He led the American League in hits and in runs batted in. 76 hits, 60 runs batted in. That to go along with a slash line of 317, 370, 617. That 617 slugging percentage led the American League. He also led the American League in total bases with 148. Added to that 15 doubles and 19 home runs, you know, this is very these are these are definitely MVP numbers, ladies and gentlemen. Abreu is definitely one of the better RBI men in the American League, even if that on-base percentage he had this year is not very impressive. And that strikeout total also is on the high side. But hey, like I said, 317 batting average, 617 slugging. He led the American League in hits, too. Very, very impressive numbers from Jose Abreu. Now, gang, the time has come. Yes, indeed, the Rookies of the Year. National League Rookie of the Year is Devin Williams of the Braves. And your American League Rookie of the Year, I'm sure you know it by now. Yes, indeed, gang, Kyle Lewis of the Seattle Mariners. Ha <laughs> ha. Let's talk about Williams first, and we're going to save the best for last, <laughs> so to speak, since this is Locked on Mariners. And did I say Kyle Lewis plays for the Mariners? Kyle Lewis is the American League Rookie of the Year, gang. <laughs> yes, you, I'm not excited about this at all, am I, gang? But we do have to give Devin Williams his due also. He appeared in 22 games for the Brewers this season. He's a relief pitcher, and he had an 0.33 ERA, which, yeah, that that's pretty good. Yeah, whip of 0.630, also out of this world, 2 0.7 hits per nine innings, 0.3 home runs per nine innings, walks per nine innings on the high side, and strikeouts per nine innings, 17.7. Off the charts numbers for this relief pitcher, even though he did only finish one game. He's not the team's closer, which makes me find this an odd choice for Rookie of the Year, only because he is just a reliever. But... Kyle Lewis time, gang. He started out this season like a house of fire, significantly dropped off in the second half, but he did wind up slashing 262, 364, 437 for an OPS of 801. He drove in 28 runs. He walked 34 times. That's pretty impressive. That on-base percentage is much higher than I thought it was going to be. He hit 11 home runs, only three doubles. His power, this season at least, was exclusively almost long ball power, and that is... I'm surprised to see to read that in the stat line. But again, this is a 60-game season. When we get to full seasons, hopefully next year, probably not. Season after that, I think the home run and double totals will actually wind up being rather similar to each other. But he had 54 hits overall and 206 at-bats, and it played very good defense in center field. The article here on MLB.com noting the award winners, I'm actually going to read you verbatim what they have written here on MLB.com. 
A unanimous selection for the honor, Kyle Lewis became just the second rookie to lead his team in average home runs, runs, and walks, and was a mainstay on highlight reels with multiple homer robberies. Mm-hmm. Very, Kyle Lewis, unanimous choice for MVP. Honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I didn't think he was going to win the award at all. I thought it was going to go to Luis Robert of the White Sox because he was more hyped going into the season, and nobody cares about the Seattle Mariners. They always seem to get shafted in these year-end awards. Not the case this year. Not only did Lewis win it, he was a unanimous selection. Congratulations to Kyle Lewis. Well, gang, that's going to wrap it up for today. So much for this show being on the shorter side. Actually, it was pretty standard in terms of its length. We're back to talking about Classic World Series on the next program, which will be tomorrow. Probably 1990. I haven't quite made up my mind yet. However, definitely for sure joining me on the program will be Fred Sanford, Magellan the Dragon, and a bowl of clam chowder. Please remember to download, rate, and subscribe to this program on whichever podcast app you like to use. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Mariners. Follow me on Twitter at DC underscore Lundberg. Thank you for listening today, ladies and gentlemen. Congratulations once again to not only Kyle Lewis, but to Evan White and J.P. Crawford on their gold gloves. Talking about World Series again tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Join us then. This is Joey Martin speaking for Locked On Mariners, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. 